0: Saying no to the negative energy. Oh yeah, I got analogy to everything that's bad for me. Everything that will let me be free. And saying yes to the positive energy. I don't wanna twist that analogy about how you can do me wrong. I gotta be strong, oh no. I'm leaving the star alive I'm putting
1: me for What is up, folks? Very first episode of the Snobcast. You know, I've always said I kind of just want to stop being on the mic. But I had to do this show. If you follow me on Facebook, um, where I'm mostly heavy on, you know that I, I always use the hashtag Snobcast or Snob Life and stuff like that. And just to be a general asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in many ways, I, I want to um just uh you know, turn the, the term snob on its head. Uh, you know, I, I thought of different ways to actually represent myself on the show, whether I mean yelling into the mic, or putting on a character, whatever the case may be. But I, you know, I realized that the snob life in me is just part of my character. Yeah, I, it can be taken negatively. Um, but honestly, I try to think of it more of a positive thing because I think that um, as anything else in, in life, you deserve the best you know you you know people flaunt the best in front of us all the time and we deserve that too we not not people to flaunt stuff in our face what i mean is that we deserve that we deserve the best in life whatever that is for you go for that you know and um you know i'm not even gonna cut out that thing because that's just my life (laughs) um but i will mute my phone however but this is the first the first episode. So there's gonna be some imperf- uh, imperfections, including me not being able to say certain words. <laughs> That's just because of what it is. It's COVID, it's a dreary day. And these are my before thoughts, before the episode and whatnot. I hope everybody's doing great. I hope that everybody has dealt with their trauma or continuing to do so, or just receive some new ones. Um, and that you you are dealing and then you're able to handle that and that you're turning to whatever you know brings you a soothing way for that particular pain or hardship or struggle whatever you, you, you deem it to be and I hope that you can get through it and I hope that you are getting through it and walk into the other side of that forest of pain and know that you can actually exit that side you know, for me particularly, it's it's been pretty easy. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean I don't have my own share of pain and certain things that has happened, but most of it is very private. So there's stuff I just don't share with anyone. I and mean, that's fine too. And there's the things that you don't need to share. However, this episode here, we're talking about black independent media um, with Adam Butler. Uh, if you don't know who he is, check the links in the um, show notes. Find out, follow the man, you know, see the stuff that he does. And you know for a fact that anybody who knows me well enough knows that I'm not going to bring somebody on this show unless they're on the up and up, you know? And I wouldn't say go follow someone if I didn't if I don't follow them myself. So, you know, give him some love. And, you know, in that sense of talking about black independent media, for a lot of people that I know, a lot of my circle are kind of in that in one way or the other. And, you know, this episode's kind of explore mostly around podcasting in that sense. And how hard or easy it can be, the ups and downs, the different people who are thriving from it and some who are not, you know, and maybe there's another way. And there are some gems that are definitely dropped in this episode for sure. And I hope that you take heed. But anyway like i said before i hope you're doing well i'm doing well not that you care (laughs) actually i don't really care if you hear if i'm doing well or not i'm telling you that i'm doing well that's a snob in me right there but yeah welcome to the first episode folks i don't have a name for the fans you know how some people have like names for their fans like um lady gaga the monsters and stuff like that i don't I'm them to do all that i don't know i don't think i deserve that but I hope you do enjoy this episode. I hope that you do uh, get something from it. I hope that you can lend it to someone else or share it with someone else that can help them out as well. You know, I wish nothing more than for this episode to help someone in some way, inspire someone in some way to do something. Without further ado, man, let's get this episode started. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Butler. somebody you know before before we get started i would like to say uh he i kind of like i I, I happened on you by accident uh i would Hmm. say um that's how it usually happens (laughs) (laughs) because uh uh someone Hmm. um that i knew uh he he sent me a link to like your group uh your your facebook Uh, group and then from there that i i think it was for, for your documentary about mm-hmm. uh, black women, black men. Um, it was like mm-hmm. love. I forgot the exact title, but I, it was a. I'm single right? because. Right, yeah, that one, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, it was a, it was a really cool group. I know you you closed it down a number of years ago. Yeah. Um Yeah. But it was like a lot of really cool, interesting discussions in there. I made some really cool friends, like online friends. <laughs> I haven't met most of these people. Um, or whatnot. And, you know, and through that, I, I realized, oh, you had a podcast. And I was doing podcasting back then as well. Yeah. Um, but you were doing it way before I was doing it. Um, I've only been in like mm, eight years or so, so far. Oh, you're
2: yeah. not far off. You're not far <laughs> off at all. We, yeah. we, I
1: mean, Yes. Not not as far off as you think, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, and, you know, from there, it's kind of like, oh, I really like what you're doing. Um, I know you had uh-huh. the, the live streams you used to have on Facebook with Mindstorm Radio, um, yeah. you know, back in the day and whatnot. And uh, it was just really like to see that come out of because um, you're, you're in the DMV area, right? Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say uh-huh. exactly where you, you out there. <laughs> I'm not giving away your yeah, location. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you know, I just really dug what you and your crew were doing. Everybody was mm-hmm. really, really cool, really informative. um i you know I tried my best to watch the live streams when they were happening, listening to the podcast. Yeah. And you have a new podcast now called The Butler did it, mm-hmm. which is like, mm-hmm. um it, it, I believe you you started it earlier, right? A couple of years back, yeah. so actually you you mentioned the live streams, the live streams
2: we had the msr live streams like you mentioned, and then mm-hmm. the Butler did it. live streams would be me on the solo. Mm-hmm kind of like just doing it like old school radio style, just like sitting there and taking like, you know, you know, like you think of like an old school talk radio guy, he's just sitting there and he's taking calls. Well, you know, of course how Facebook Live is set up, you get comments, so I would just have a topic and then I would just jump on and just basically respond to people as right. if I was just doing old school radio. So that was the first version of The Butler Did It. Um, it graduated into a full-fledged podcast mm. um, from there.
1: Oh, dope, dope, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, f- for those of you who are like maybe just tuning in here, if you didn't know, this this topic is going to be about black media or, just you know, so, so. black creatives putting the, you know, just putting their out there, expressing themselves and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and I would say personally, uh, podcasting has become a vehicle for that, like a really good yeah. way to um, kind of break into that whole thing, because, you know, over the yeah. years, if you if you looked at like the. Black folks who are, you know, I guess you could call them big in that space, you know, things mm-hmm. like The Reed. Um, there was a, another round. uh, the, yeah. a few, Like, you know, they kind of like glommed onto like BuzzFeed and other like bigger organizations like, mm-hmm. you know, that brought them out and whatnot, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it's really cool to see that like overall. Yeah. I, and I felt like this is a really good gateway. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but but yes. I know, like I said, my first introduction to you, you're a filmmaker. You know mm. like you're documentarian uh sorry, I'm, I'm not even saying that word right <laughs> documentarian. <It's okay>. Documentarian. <laughs> documentarian there you go uh but i got you yeah. you know what how did that get started for you like you know is mm-hmm. was it something you just like right, i'm gonna do it he's <laughs> like you know let me just uh, get it out there
2: well you know because it started from the podcast so um originally we had the msr podcast mindstream radio and um from there, we had so many, you know, excuse me, <clears throat> topics that we were discussing similar to the Facebook group you're talking about. And one of the main topics we discussed was, you know, we were always talking about relationships and we were always talking about mm. black men and black women. And then from there, you start to realize, wow, like, doesn't seem like we like each other too much. It seems <laughs> like, you know, it's always, well, black men do this and black women do that. So Paul and I, my, um, my uh, business partner and former co-host, we decided, hey, you know, maybe we should do this in a film. Maybe we should try to, you know, try our hand at film. Now, I was very good friends with Jenks Morton, who's a great filmmaker, with Lamar Tyler, who's a great filmmaker, and they're both documentarians. And um, they kind of were like my my, my, uh, my master Jedi's through this whole thing. You know, they really helped me get through it. and um, And that's how that came about. And from there from the from making the documentary, which is basically if you see the film, <clears throat> you can see it's in the studio like it's like it's the premise of it is like hey, we're talking about this on the radio and then we're expanding it out into a to a film right mm-hmm. from there, we kind of got into okay well let's try to that's that's we need something to promote the movie so let's create a Facebook group and then we created that infamous Facebook group mm-hmm. that you know, went and turned it to what it was. You know what I mean? But it all, it all. And, and so when you say that podcasting is a great gateway, it literally came from podcasting. Like I, I would have never made a film if I had not been into what we called online radio back then. You right, know? yeah. That was all the rage, right, online. But it's just basically podcasting, right? You have a live stream, it's, it's all the same. We just didn't, We the word podcasting wasn't all the rage in 2008. Yeah, 2007 yeah. <laughs> and 2006, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing, like you said. So with that being the gateway, that's how I was able to say, well, what's a different way to tell a story? Let's do a video. I mean, let's do a, a documentary. You know, mm-hmm. let's do a short. Let's do something. You know, it, I think it all spawns from there. Mm, one into the other.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Did you did you like formally train as a filmmaker or is it just like you kind of you know, you had an idea. You got oh. the crew together and you just made yeah. it.
2: Yeah. That's pretty much it. I did study film in school. Um I fi- I studied mass media, um, but not enough to consider myself a, a you know, a film, a thespian or a film, you know, a, a a great director or anything like that. Again, I had good people around me. Um, I gotta again, I gotta shout out Jakes Sboard and Lamar Tyler because they really helped me realize that it is more simple than I was, than I thought, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. to diminish anybody that that creates film. Um, I just was overthinking it and they were saying like listen if you have the idea don't worry about it being perfect there's many flaws with that film you know what i mean especially now it's older um when i look at it sometimes i cringe because it's like there's some technical flaws in the film you know yeah. and i'm pretty sure any creative can can relate to that your first podcast your first book your first um you know television project or youtube show or whatever mm. is going to be glitchy as hell in the beginning right it's not going to be perfect mm. and you do nothing but grow but what they really helped me understand was, hey, you got an idea, you got something on your mind, you want to get it out there, just get it out there. Here's the tools, here's how you do it. And then, you know, at that time, this is 2011, 2012, we were still burning DVDs. <laughs> it shows you how quickly the world changed, Yeah, right? yeah You yeah. know what's funny, bro, is we were burning DVDs, right? And you mentioned Buzzfeed, I actually worked for Buzzfeed for a few years. Mm-hmm. By the time I took that job at Buzzfeed, I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm talking about my film. I tell one of my uh, coworkers, one of my former colleagues, Darren Sands, who was actually on my show just a few weeks ago, I'm mm. a really good brother. I said, hey, check out this film. I got a film, he said, what's up, how can I watch it? I hand him a DVD, he was like, bro, I don't have a DVD, player. <laughs> <laughs> this All is right. like 2015, like, bro, I don't yeah, have a DVD, yeah, yeah, that's That's yeah. how, but you know, um, yeah, it was just burning DVDs and just, you know, no no real formal training other than what i learned from school, mm-hmm. but lighting in a few, tr- few things like that but right. really it was just i got with my guy aaron he he edited we edited the film together
1: mm.
2: and um we just made it happen man we
1: just made it happen nah that's dope yeah because it's it's uh it's actually something that i um because you know full disclosure i am the owner like the co-owner of the gifted sounds network so you know i do a podcast yeah. network and stuff like that and i've mm-hmm. recently started making tutorials and at the end of them i usually mm-hmm. tell people don't forget you know don't wait for permission to make anything you know Thanks. it's like yes don't you know just do it just push it out there i, I mean i i get yeah. it i mean there are some people who i know who are artists and mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. sensitive about like you know like erica badu said I'm, you know I'm yeah. sensitive about my shit and i get it i yeah. completely yeah. get it and it's you know in some ways it's like i kind of take on the role of like coaxing that out of other people like no put, mm-hmm. your, put your baby out there you know
2: mm-hmm, either love it or mm-hmm. they don't
1: you know so it's like yeah. You know, I think you're a perfect example of that for sure. And I, I believe Thanks, I believe that you're um you're working on a second um, documentary, right? Um, Yes.
2: Uh, it's uh, yes. About, um, um, sneakers, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's called What Are Those? Um, Anybody that follows me knows I'm a big time sneakerhead. I love sneaker and I love sneaker culture. And I feel like sneaker culture is a subset of hip hop culture, mm-hmm. which is a subset of black culture. Right. So within the the sneaker is art and expression. Mm. And also, there's the controversy around people that buy sneakers a lot, and you know, oh, you spend your money on this, and the whole Jordan thing. We kind of touch on that in the film, but really, what we really wanted to touch on is the art of it. Why someone like myself or others would look at sneakers and go, "Wow!" Like and see something different there. Excuse me, I'm shaking my table. See mm-hmm. something different there, or or when we put them on, it it, it evokes a different feeling for us. It's, it's it's different, you know, and I think it's. Um, obviously, it's a part of fashion, but I think it taps into a piece of um black culture that people don't consider. So, yeah, the what of though and 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 honestly, bro, when I when I do projects like this, whether it be I'm Single Because, whether it be a podcast, I'm sure you can relate to this. You know, we're living in a wonderful time, man, where. You know, they always say, you hear creative cities all the time, there's no gatekeepers, right? No one can tell us what to do. Yeah, And we're able to create things that are very personal to us. You know, I'm not sure if I would have been able to make a one of those, or I'm single because, or do a Butler Did a podcast, or MSR, or be on this network, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it weren't for just being blessed to live in the time that we're in now, where we can just express things, you know? I don't know who's gonna be into that sneaker doc, right? I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. but I'm making it because I want, it's something I have to get off my chest. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's important to me, mm, mm. you know? And then you find when you do these things, wow, there's actually a bunch of people that kind of relate to what I'm talking about. Wow, that's interesting. And now you have audience, mm. you know what I mean? So I think that's the dopest part about where media is now, especially in black media, where we get to express ourselves in so many ways. I don't have to just sit here and talk about who has the dopest album out or right talk politics or whatever and then we talk about all of those things i'm mean, you know we, we cover all that stuff but mm. you know sometimes you just want to talk about some sneakers <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah you both. know and
1: yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say the uh the platforms have definitely evolved in many ways yeah. especially with the onset with social media where mm-hmm. you know now it's you know mo- mostly it's visual you know there's pictures of, yeah there's video and then there's just text and they haven't really right. uh done the audio only thing yet <laughs> which mm. you know i guess you need soundcloud you know kind of like soundcloud it's kind of like that but yeah you know yeah. That, that's neither here nor there with that but yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's i've watched i mean I've, I the first time i ever heard about podcasting was like way back when the first ipod um the the ipod uh-huh. came out and then yeah. out of that it was just this thing called podcast And I'm just like What the hell mm-hmm. You know What is that <laughs> You know And yeah, it was exclusive yeah. Just to that Apple thing And Kind of yeah. Kind of bit like a gatekeeping Sort of thing um, mm. I mean It probably wasn't But it's just because It's it's a it, They probably it needed like content it. Yeah like it, yeah. it definitely felt like that Because one It was a very expensive yeah. device Two You needed to buy An equally expensive computer <laughs> mm. And had all these mm. Certain connections And stuff like that And you know mm-hmm. When when Apple opened that up, yeah, um, that's when you see the content grew uh, out of nowhere yeah. and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I I don't even think Apple even, I think to this day, Apple hasn't really taken advantage of that. Yeah. They, they really haven't. Yeah. Like, you know, things like Spotify, they seem to, they're like, oh, yeah. word, we could, yeah, let me get Joe Rogan, blah, 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 and stuff like that.
2: Uh, and Joe, and there's a lot of controversy with that and a lot of, it's
1: you know, it's a lot of. Really? I, like, what's the controversy? I'm not aware of well, that. Yeah, because I know I know oh. Joe Rogan being getting like a what was it something ridiculous like a hundred million dollars. Oh, Joe Rogan
2: got a got a bag. Joe Rogan yeah. got a bag. Yeah, several and, bags. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and you know and that's the, I guess the controversy probably probably wasn't the right word, but there's a lot of talk mm. around Spotify because the Joe Button the Joe Button podcast is talking about leaving Spotify because of what we're talking about where. Spotify seems to have realized that, yo, there's money in this podcast thing. And it seems like when they got him along, um maybe just like three years ago, Mm. two years ago, whatever it was, they hadn't quite had a plan. Now they have a plan and the plan seems to involve a lot, a lot of different faces. And in his opinion, I'm not, this isn't my, I don't work for Spotify, (laughs) but in Joe Button's opinion, not many black faces in that the black podcast that had been the number one podcast on their network for some time, which is a fact.
1: Yeah, that's Um, true. Be
2: getting like, you know, brushed to the side for the Joe Rogans of the world. And again, I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't, I'm an independent podcaster. I don't work for Spotify. You know yeah, My show on Spotify, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I don't,
2: you know, I don't have a dog in that fight. But I'm just, it's, it just seems that when you bring up Apple back in the day and having a real opportunity to kind of take, kind of like control podcasting, they really didn't. And now you have. All of these networks you mentioned, BuzzFeed, you mentioned. It's a lot of people, Stitcher. A lot of folks that are like, "Hey, let's start podcasting networks
1: mm. and let's
2: get all of these creatives
1: mm, to come have over, them yeah.
2: come over and and sell their their IPs to us,
1: mm. and
2: we'll mm. do the work for them." You know, there's good, there's ups and downs to that.
1: Oh yeah, there's pros and cons for sure. Because you know, and I think also. uh Apple, I would say, you know, I once again, I don't work for Apple. I don't work for Spotify. Yeah. But, right. you know, given, a, you know, a black creative who is looking into these things and you see that, you know, we all know our um, podcasts live and die on the RSS feed. There's link.
2: Yeah.
1: And, yeah. you know, it's a little bit more technical. But, you know, but if that's pretty much how podcasts have been distributed. That's how people you hear this show or any other show out there um, where Spotify, okay. they don't really subscribe to a link. It's kind of like just yeah. on their platform. So it's kind of yeah. like they're, they're trying to like re, um, do away with that. And in another way, this is this is where I think there's another type of gatekeeping happening on um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Spotify. Like, oh, well, if you want to watch Joe Rogan, they have a video component mm-hmm. to it. But I mean, I don't right. I'm I, I don't really I don't have a Spotify account personally.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So I have no idea if I have to pay money to see Joe Rogan. Right. But I don't I don't watch Joe Rogan stuff. Like I'm not am not a fan of his. I don't listen or anything like that. I've seen clips, but sure. Yeah, yeah, but Joe Joe Biden, I I think he I think he has a point. Um I think that you too. Because it's like why he's been on there. He's been Mm -hmm. a top player on there. And where his where is his bag? Where are his coins? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, they should have celebrated that. They should have like looked at okay, what do we have going on here? And they're mm-hmm. like, all right, we have these, this, and this. And I'm sure they can see the metrics if they needed to. And Yeah, you know.
2: yeah. That's the thing, though, right? It sounds like that they were saying to him, the next step for us, will give you some money. The next step for us is to own everything you have, Ooh. right? So Joe was in a position where, okay, I house my show on on Spotify. They pay us to do that. But I also have video on YouTube, I also have tour money, I also have things that I do. When you're a big podcast, you can go on tour. When you're a big podcast, you can put your stuff on YouTube and Mm -hmm. get, you know, millions of views off of there and obviously get revenue from there. Mm -hmm. Sounds like to me, what they were saying to Joe is, the next step for us is for us to own everything you do. And I think that's where it becomes slippery for, for black creatives, right? Because there's obviously interest in black content, whether it be music, whether it be television, film, or whatever, right? They know we come out, they know we listen. Yeah. But if we aren't owning it, if we aren't in control, at least some of us, I, cause again, I, I wouldn't knock anybody that gets like, if somebody got a letter from Spotify or email from Spotify right now, they are podcasting and they're like, hey, here's a couple of mil to come over here and do this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, do you know it, what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> do it, right? Yeah. Some people's philosophy is like, look, I'll do it then and I'll start something else somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. That could be funny. But other people may look at it like, what if I can get to the place where I can employ, right? And I can be, you know, the next, you know, um, I'm, the only one that's coming to the top of my head is the next Buzzsprout, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or somewhere where I can um, loudspeaker network, right? right. Mm-hmm. Or what Buzzfeed was trying to do where, we are housing a Washington post which we're housing a bunch of podcasts under our property under our brand, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, are there many black podcast owners? Again, this is like new territory here, right? Yeah. You know, we got black record labels, black film houses. Do we have big time black podcasting networks? And the answer
1: is pretty much no. (laughs) Right. right, It is like, you know, in, in some ways, um, I, speaking for myself, like you know, like I said, mm-hmm. Gifted Sounds Network is yeah. a network home for Black creatives, Black and Brown That's voices, it. and stuff like that. People are in the margins, yeah. and now I, I don't know. I don't have those type of connections where it's like mm-hmm. I can get this, you know, million dollars uh, sponsorship from blah blah blah, yeah. blah and stuff. I don't, wow. you know, um, yeah. right. I would like to work on that, (laughs) you know. Of course, yeah, and and be that type of powerhouse where, um, you know, if you're marginalized, if you're in that space, and you want to sound just as good as any of those top Mm -hmm. podcasts out there, come to my studio. Mm -hmm. We got you covered. We got the best editors. You know, we we know your voice. We'll get it out there. And it's like it's Mm -hmm. really it's really sad in that in that area where it's like. You know in it, it, many ways yes gsn is a, is an independent entity uh black mm-hmm. owned um everything everybody who works i can tell you everybody mm-hmm. who works on gsn are all black <laughs> so mm-hmm. right. um good yeah <laughs> it's like thanks and it's yeah. so it's like black media you know i, I see myself in that era there where mm-hmm. i want to see this happen and i want mm-hmm. you know if it's not gsn <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. i can help inspire somebody else I, I, there's a i think there's another network here in new york city um mm-hmm. i think it's called icn i believe it's black owned mm-hmm. um West mm-hmm. Indian guy i believe um and it's yeah. you know it's I, I know him yeah but i don't know anybody else and you know yeah. there, there any everybody else who are like it's it's mostly you know i hate to say it, it's white it's a white boy club in yeah. in, in many ways yeah and uh, yeah. all these people they have all these connections and stuff like that and it's right. like they know this person and another person, so they're just putting sponsorship dollars behind like crazy. You know? Right. Right. And, right. You know, when you look at because it's really hard. Like I would say one thing, though, if mm-hmm. you try to look for a chart somewhere that divvies up how many black voices are on podcasting, it's mm-hmm. almost impossible to, to find.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's really, really sad. And it's like, you know, they're not counting us. They're just kind of like, eh, all right. Well, right. here are some of the celebrities who are doing it. I'm like, that's cool, but yeah. they they got other shit to do. You yeah. Know? It's like so. And
2: and they are there are people attempting to do it, right? There's there's Barry over at podcast podcasting color. There's mm-hmm. uh dope back, black pods, right? Where they're these is like, you know, a directory of black podcasts, right? Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And God bless them. I'm on both of their their list right yeah. mm-hmm. same but <laughs> right because and, and god bless because they're, they're essentially trying to create like a green book for podcasts <laughs> oh writers, my god right? yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. but it but the biggest issue i see for black creatives is taking the next step right so you mentioned sponsorship dollars which is a big deal mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we all struggle with that but also not everybody wants to be The head honcho over a bunch of podcasts, right? So let's take your network, which I admire because I think you all are doing dope things, bro. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. You may want to have some gas underneath of what you're doing, right? So you may want a Spotify to come, which they've been doing with larger white networks, right? Mm -hmm. To say, hey, look, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna put it in record label terms, right? We're gonna be the universal to your death jam, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna be the big engine behind your label. We're gonna be the Def Jam to your Rockefeller. Like we're gonna. So now your 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 programming is out there so much more. And also, we can go and grab those dollars for you. We can get you better equipment or whatever you may need. You know, mm-hmm. well, I don't. You know, whatever a person may need. Someone like myself, who is just a straight up independent podcaster, I may want to go join a network, but it may not be. To my benefit as a person who can who feels like I could just do it at home. Mm-hmm. What is the benefit? Because we have several of them here in DC, right? And I'm not gonna get into their business, but they, they, there's pros and cons to joining them. I used to, I used to be do business with one mm-hmm. and I love them. But I stopped doing business with them for a specific reason that I'm not going to get into It's nothing negative. It's just I was able to do it alone. Right. Right? Yeah. And so perhaps one of those networks could get signed by a Spotify or Apple or whatever. But the biggest point I'm trying to make is that they're not looking for them. So they're missing out on a bunch of talent. And that's why I say mm. what Barry is doing over at Podcast of color with dope black parts and all the and folks like that are doing is they're trying to bring attention to independent podcasters of color that have great stories to tell, right. Mm. Or great information to give. But even sometimes they get caught up in the, Let's talk about the big black podcast, right? Yeah. Read the Joe Buttons, right? And so it's just difficult for so long podcasting, which was weird to me. I never understood it, but podcasting was always seen as a white person's thing. Like white people do this, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, the
2: first big podcast, the first big commercial podcast was Serial. Right. You know, and it was just like the whitest thing in the world it was interesting, but it was, you know, black folks run into it. mm And now I see when they do sign, I want to be careful with this because I'm not dissing anybody, (laughs) but when they do sign a bigger podcast, it's very specific to certain things. It's very hip hop. It's very much like we talk
1: hip hop, you know, urban culture mostly. Yeah. 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 That's true. Right. right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult if you're just a black podcaster that just wants to
1: talk about cooking. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's, Um, you know and i think that's so you know full disclosure again i am working on the first ever black podcast and awards um thing my man you know that's what i'm
2: talking about it yeah
1: that will be coming out september 27th that's when the ceremony and everything is going to happen so it's like beautiful you know i it's you know those are the same conversation we have behind the scenes about Mm -hmm. you know how are we celebrated what are the categories yeah. best travel yeah. best sex podcast yeah. best uh, yeah. spiritual podcast but you know you yeah. name it it's like because you know we've always said black folks black media is not a monolith it's not always like, about i like, want to talk about uh cause someone brought up like okay someone brought up the serial thing you remember you do mm-hmm. you, you know about the feds magazine
2: Yes. I'm right. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: So someone, yeah. I was at a festival last year mm-hmm. and some, uh, there was a guy, I think he worked at, um, I think he worked at Google or something like that. He was one of the speakers, but I forgot where exactly he worked. Actually, no, he worked at Spotify. Oh, well. <laughs> he, okay. he, and Work. he, yeah. He said that, um, where's the feds podcast? That's like, Siri. Mm. you know, I was like, mm. huh? I mean, I thought about mm. it and I was like, maybe that's something I can get into, but that's not like my lane. But it's yeah. something it's something I would I wouldn't mind sponsoring. It's something yeah. that I wouldn't mind like, yo, come to my network. We'll provide yeah. everything you need. Yeah. Just you come be the talent and stuff like that. I don't know shit about feds yeah. like that because I did I didn't grow up that way. You know, yeah. I I heard about it. I think right. there's some stuff that goes on in it's really interesting. Um right. could be dangerous too. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. it's like where is there's that, a space for it yeah there, there is right and you know I've and i've heard people come to me and say things like oh well why are you doing this lance you know it's already mm-hmm. saturated and i was like yeah but i mean you know there was kfc but then there's burger king I, it doesn't it's,
2: it's still food i, I don't think any, i don't think there's a such thing as saturation anymore
1: no because I don't
2: so. it, see, because there's so many lanes right Someone could look at any of the podcasts that's on your platform or look at mine and go, someone else is doing that right now, right? Mm. If, you know, if in my world, if something happens within the black community, there's a police shooting or there's a, you know, a versus that was real interesting, right? I'm going to talk about it, right? Mm. That's not to say that the breakfast club isn't doing the same thing. right? But someone's going to appreciate my voice and my opinion. That's why I say we're living in a wonderful time because it's more opportunities for very creative people to not have to go and get chosen to be the next one, right? Mm -hmm. Even though there's still flaws, the flaws we we just expressed earlier where you may not be able to get as high as you probably could if there weren't more opportunities available to you in terms of sponsorship, things like that, because these things are hard to do when you don't have money coming in right or right. you know you can't mm-hmm. make time for you can it's real easy even if you have a home set up it's real easy to go you know what i can't record today because I've got more important things to do right yeah there were money mm-hmm. coming in your your mentality would change and you would get better at your craft yeah because
1: it, yeah you know? it's 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 very important to know the numbers the logistics behind your shows for sure mm-hmm. um, And know i always tell people you know, yeah come up with the name logo your concept, yep. whatever hit ceremony and everything is going to happen. So it's like, Beautiful. you know, I, it's you know, those are the same conversation we have behind the scenes about, mm-hmm. you know, how are we celebrated? What are the categories? Yeah. Best travel, yeah. best sex podcast, yeah. best um, yeah. spiritual podcast. But, you know, you yeah. name it. It's like because you know we've always said black folks, black media is not a monolith. It's not always right. about. I right. want to talk about uh someone brought up like okay someone brought up the cereal thing you remember you do you, uh-huh. you you know about the feds magazine
2: yes i remember right. feds magazine yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so someone
1: yeah. i was at a festival last year mm-hmm. and some uh, there was a guy i think he worked at um I think he worked at Google or something like that. He was one of the speakers, but I forgot where exactly he worked. Actually, no, he worked at Spotify. Oh. <laughs> he, okay. he, and he, yeah, he said that, um, where's the Fed's podcast? That's like Siri. Mm. You know, I was like, mm. huh. I mean, I thought about mm. it. I was like, maybe that's something I can get into. But that's not like my lane. But it's yeah. something, it's something I, would, I wouldn't mind sponsoring. It's something yeah. that I wouldn't mind. Like, yo, come to my network. We'll provide yeah. everything you need. Yeah. just you come be the talent and stuff like that i don't know shit about feds yeah. like that because I, I didn't grow up mm-hmm. that way you know yeah. i mean, i heard about it I, I think right there's some stuff that goes on and it's really interesting um <laughs> right could be dangerous too but you know what i'm saying yeah. It's, yeah. it's like where's Where that a space for it yeah there, there is right and you know i've and i've heard people come to me and say things like oh well why are you doing this lance you know it's already mm-hmm. saturated and i was like yeah but i mean you know, there was KFC, but then there's Burger King. I, it doesn't, of it, it's, it's still food. <laughs> I, I don't think, any,
2: I don't think there's a such thing as saturation anymore
1: No, because, I
2: don't so. It, see, because there's so many lanes, right? Someone could look at I, any of the podcasts that's on your platform or look at mine and go, someone else is doing that right now, right? Mm. If you know, if in my world, if, something happens within the black community, there's a police shooting or there's a, you know, a versus that was real interesting, right? I'm gonna talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's not to say that the Breakfast Club isn't doing the same thing. Right. But someone's gonna appreciate my voice and my opinion. That's why I say it's we're living in a wonderful time because it's more opportunities for very creative people to not have to go and get chosen to be the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Even though there's still flaws, the flaws we just, we just expressed earlier, where you may not be able to get as high as you probably could if there weren't more opportunities available to you in terms of sponsorship, things like that. Because these things are hard to do when you don't have money coming in, right? Or, right. you know, you can't make time for it. You can, it's real easy, even if you have a home set up, it's real easy to go, you know what, I can't record today because I've got more important things to do. Right, yeah. If there were money coming in, your your mentality would change and you would get better at your craft. Yeah, because
1: it, yeah, you know? it's 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 very important to know the numbers, the logistics behind your shows for sure. You
2: mm-hmm. um, know, I
1: always tell people, you know, yeah, come up with the name, logo, your concept, yep. whatever, hit record. But then after yep. that, it's marketing and figuring out yeah. where which it's going. Hard. You know, which is hard. Yeah. And I, I let people know, like, man, this – unless you're really lucky, you might get something mm-hmm. in six months. Um, you know, yeah. if not, it may take two years, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's, it's yeah. a reality of it, but it's like, you know, but know what you're doing it for. If, if, right. You know, if it's a passion, you're probably going to love it. And you don't, you won't care if the money yeah. comes or not. It'll be nice. Yeah. But It'd be, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it will be yeah. nice yeah. and everything, but yeah. um, no, you know, just know what you're doing it for and stuff like that. And then spread your mm-hmm. black joy around mm-hmm. and, and you know stuff mm-hmm. like that because you know e- even within black media we do have um there i mean i've se- i've seen other podcasts that are very short maybe eight minutes or so very interesting yeah. co- you know thing and it's mostly mm-hmm. you know i've seen things where I, like i just do not agree with it at all like you know there, right. there are there are, uh, some of these red pill podcasts i actually by black people and, yeah. <laughs> and it's some yeah it's some interesting shit it's like mm, yeah it's not for me but hey at yeah. least at least you're putting it out there um right. I mean, I might, listen, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's 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 still it shows that there is space for it. There yeah. is space for black conservatives, um black liberals mm-hmm. or religious folks. Mm-hmm. um, there's mm-hmm. there's a space there where it's like your voice can be heard and put out there. And yeah, i'm yeah. I'm really loving it and stuff like that. even we're we're starting to see, I guess in some ways, it's starting to translate to television where, uh-huh. I mean, you know, uh, you know, most of the, we don't really know all the behind the scenes stuff with some of these really uh-huh. big shows where they uh-huh. they put a black person front and center. And but, right. you know, you look at the crew, it's like mostly white people. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, you look at the writer's room and it's like, mm, I yeah, don't know. It really right. Yes, right. what's what's going right. on over there? Like, you know, like one for right. one instance, uh, Star Trek Discovery, the writer's room is a lot of white dudes. Um I think yeah. they had one black dude that was on there and he got fired because he said the N word in a story he was telling his colleagues Ugh. somebody called oh, HR uh, and they were upset on S- the black dude on the black dude who was telling a story that just had the word you know
2: See, that, that's <laughs> why
1: that's that's why that needs to change right it's like you know you, you, but, yeah. it's like oh I'm uncomfortable I was like but but bruh, it's yeah. it's my word I can say it I'm talking about yeah. a story yeah. I'm yeah. telling you a story yeah. with it in it What's the problem? I mean, I get it. You yeah, might you be know. uncomfortable, but were you going to fire me over something right. like that? It, right. It's, you, you
2: know, when you think about, you know, I mentioned the green book earlier, right? And black folks have always had to try to make something out of nothing. Right. And that's what mm-hmm. makes it so dope. Right. That's what made our music so dope. Our fashion so dope that we we didn't have access to. Um, all the great equipment and everything—it was just straight out talent, right? So we were able to make dope music, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't have access to—if you're a black fashion designer, right? You know, you look at um, 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 the Dapper Dan's of the world and people like that who were just able to just make stuff almost out of like scraps and like make dope shit, right? It's mm-hmm. the same thing with podcasting, right? You know, we don't have the access to again, we're not working for Spotify, we're not sponsored by Washington Post or Washington Times or the New York Times or the New York. Post. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, you know, there are a few of us that are NPR people, but really a lot of us are just doing it, right? Yeah. And we're doing it with, like a better word, simple tools, right? Yeah. Like my setup is super simple. I think we need to take that mentality because what you just said upset me, right? Because you can move yourself up, and I don't knock anybody that does, but you move yourself up, and then you're in a position where they like your show and you're the black face and they're gonna give you a bunch of white writers or whatever and then you say something they think is offensive to them and then now you're not reaching the audience you would have reached. You're not speaking the language that you would have been speaking to the people that really mm. get down to stuff, right? Mm. So even from a sponsorship perspective, Issa Rae says something about this, like not so much about podcasting, but just about being a creative, right? She was like, stop reaching up and reach across. Right, Right. yeah. I appreciate you having me on this show, right? Because yeah you're reaching across like this is something I need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this helps me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Even with sponsorship. How many, how many little smoothie bars or, or cupcake shops or little carryouts are in your I hate to even, I'm gonna stop saying little, how many carryouts, how many clothing stores, mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. um independent black businesses are in your area that could really use that bump that your podcast or your YouTube page or whatever provide even your Instagram page right yeah yeah Don't it's, hit your head for a thousand dollars tell them hey look we could do this for five we could do this for three we could do this for two yeah or have or some free cupcakes <laughs> you know yeah give me some free cupcakes yeah. give me a shirt I rock it you know there's bothering basically but we've been and I'm not as I say this is I'm not like inventing the wheel here this is what black folks has been doing. Yeah, if you were an artist in the nineteen forties, you couldn't perform at you know um, Madison Square Garden or wherever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You performed at the joint down. This, what, that's what the Chitlin' Circuit was. Yeah, it was people that were able to have people that you know, hey, we'll welcome you because we know your audience is down here, and we can make money together. It's it's I'm not I hate to use the term Chitlin' Circuit, but like with with podcasts that can't get that bump. Right, right, and are trying to aspire to be the next Joe Rogans. Maybe that's not it right now. In fact, you should be comfortable in the in the in the work that you're creating right now because they'll come. The big stuff will come to you eventually. Mm. But if you build a solid audience as a creative, good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, and you won't run into issues where someone says, "Oh, you said the wrong thing," and we are guessing what people are going to be offended by. I think that's crap.
1: No, I I think so too because it's like even when certain things are said in in private versus publicly mm. um yeah it's it's a weird re- and i always call it a reaction versus yeah. a response yeah. and you yeah, like you don't really know the world is it, the world has opened up way more than it, mm-hmm. it was maybe like 5 6 years ago and mm-hmm. there have been people who outwardly say some crazy shit and be like, mm. yeah. <laughs> and these people yeah. are like, you know, you're like, mm, okay, but you know, <laughs> right, they, right. They, they're not can't, you know, they're not cancel, quote unquote, cancel because I don't believe in right. cancel culture. I don't believe it actually exists because these people yep. are still making money. These people are still being invited to things and showing up yep. on, on your television, on your phone, and stuff like that. So it's like
2: somebody still rocks with them. So yeah, somebody's
1: right. supporting them regardless yeah. of what they're saying. Yeah. So yeah. you know. We can and we can do the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like you said. It's like who who can we reach across to, like you know? Because I'm not gonna lie, I I was I'm I'm I have a plan to shoot my shot at a lot of yeah. top black celebrities and people who have, like true. have production companies. I'd be like, yeah. hey, this is what I do. I have a podcast mm-hmm. company. I would love it mm-hmm. if you can like. Do, can we sit down? Can we talk? It's like. Yeah. Would you like to sponsor something like this? You know, regardless of my numbers or anything like that, it's like, I'm gonna be honest with them. It's like, these are my numbers because I don't have this push. I can't get there. I need your help. You know? And, I, and, and not saying it in a way, oh, I'm begging. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, look. No. You, yeah. You yes. It's it's like, you you've achieved X. And people love you yeah. for that. And I would love to be able to have you part of this or, like, help me out, too. So it's like... I mean, I'm in a different lane overall. Right. But, you know, like recently, Tyler Perry became what? The next billionaire? Billionaire. <laughs> yeah. You know, and feel how you will about his production company or anything right. that he does. It it worked.
2: You yeah. know, it,
1: it, it got him to a place where it's like this man owns. I, I don't know how many acres. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like,
2: You know, that's what made him a billionaire, that land, really. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, so it's yeah. like, you know, Companies are coming to him. Studios yeah. are coming to him to shoot their, you know, three hundred million dollar budget movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Marvel movies will be shooting on the Tyler Perry yeah. Studio. like in the future, <laughs> it, it happened already. Yeah, yeah, it already happened, yeah. and
1: it's gonna happen again. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to reach out to Tyler Perry, and I'm I'm just gonna shoot yeah. my shot. It's like I don't know what the proper channels are, but at the same right. time, like when it comes to black media and stuff like that. You gotta find a way. You gotta get on chicken circuit. You gotta figure out a way, like get the tools. Like yo, shoot your shot. Yes. All, all they're gonna tell you yes. is no. And, you know, all they like, say is no. Yeah. And you just explained it. Perfect the example
2: you used of Tyler Perry is actually perfect. Forget again, like you said, forget whether or not you like his actual content. I don't watch Tyler Perry stuff. I don't like it, but I admire him mm-hmm. because you just you, you he's actually the great. Uh, uh, he's a microcosm of everything you just brought up or what we just talked about. He reached across, right? You look at a lot of his stuff it's the same people. Mm-hmm. But every now and then he have Angela Bassett in his movie. Every now and then there's a Taraji P. Henson in his movie. Yeah, it means yeah, he shot yeah. his back, Yeah. Right. Now he shot his shot every now and then at work. I'm sure he's asked Denzel to do a movie, and Denzel's been like, nah. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But he's got a few A-list celebrities in his film every now and then. And most of the time, it's the same people. It's Lance Gross and all the same people. He always right. has in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Now He's at the, uh, he's, because he has solid work with a solid audience, people that will go to see his films in his plays, no matter what, he's able to have that revenue. Mm-hmm. He's able to build a studio. And now we just talked about, remember I said, the bigger people will come to you. So now Kevin Feige's coming to him and going, yo, I need you a lot because, or now Swizz beats and Timbaland are going, can we film our verses with Brandy and Monica in your studio? Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. so you you mentioned like reaching out to people. Bro, when I, when I, when I did the official launch for the Butler, did it? I was sitting right next to my wife, right. Mm-hmm. I, I reached out to um, um, uh, uh, Van Lathan, right, Brittany Packnett, mm-hmm. all sorts of people who I see on TV all the time. I just knew they were going to say they hit me back. They said yes, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you never my know. Friend, they, they <laughs> never know. Yeah. Now I reached out to quite a few people. Some, some, some. As I was writing the little uh, note. I'm laughing because I'm like, they probably don't even run this page, but I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. you never know. Like Barack Obama, you might, you back. You might know. show up. <laughs> might say, hey, I got you, guy. You, you seem cool. Yeah. You never know, right? But what I don't want to forget about doing is putting on that person I know that's that's doing something super cool, and they know they. And it's not a pity thing. It's not like a charity. We're helping each other out. Somebody needs to hear this person's story. Right. Somebody needs to know what this person is doing. So I think it's about finding that balance. But I just really want black folks to really think about like, at the end of the day, we are a community, especially black creatives. And instead of sitting around wondering and waiting for your next shot, create that shot because there's so many creatives around you mm. that want to talk to you or, or would love to be on your show or would love to have you on their show or would love to have you... Premiere your art at their gallery or Love to wear your stuff on Their YouTube show channel You know what I mean or in their film or What have you I mean can go on and on and on and I just really want us to start thinking like that
1: Oh yeah for sure collaborate get Out there and talk to folks you Know like yeah yeah, we can't say It enough it it might sound corny you never Know but it's like (laughs) It's true it's a completely True thing you know I'm sure Issa Rae had to shoot her shot and Got that HBO deal you know, yep. from you yep. know, awkward black girl just shooting those you know mm-hmm. YouTube videos So it's like,
2: yeah, now man. she,
1: now she's like the creme de la creme, you know what I mean? And I believe Bro, I also- interviewed
2: Issa Rae in twenty twelve. Oh. No, whenever the, yeah twenty thirteen or twenty twelve, I interviewed Issa ray nah. on, on MSR.
1: Damn, <laughs> I missed that one.
2: <laughs> okay. Issa ray was on MSR back in whenever awkward black girl was like getting ready to end their first season, uh. and God bless her, she did it, and and. You know, I haven't been able to get her since. But and I say that (laughs) jokingly, because he's you know, but but no, seriously, Issa did our show, and I mean, at that time, you know, Issa was pretty popular. I mean, the show was pretty popular, and I only bring that up not to brag because we had Issa Ray on the show, but to say her mentality was, "Yo, let me do this show because it's going to help me out." Yeah, and it certainly helped us out. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? So
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. You never know where, where them, yeah. You never, never know, know where man. you get that shine from. You never really know. Um, Still try, uh, yeah. but you know. Before we go, uh, real quick, mm-hmm. uh, you know the na- the name of the, sh- the show is called Snob Life. You know, is yes, you know, know. It. Uh, so you know Snobcast, yeah. all that stuff. So tell me, tell me like one thing that you are absolutely like unapologetically just snobbish about. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be in your production stuff or just like you know, mm-hmm. it could be anything. So you know. You know, okay. It could be positive, it could be you know, whichever you feel like talking about. Sure, sure.
2: Right now I'm snobby about because I'm I our political uh uh climate is horrible.
1: Mm.
2: And I'm very snobby about people being politically mature. I'm not gonna just mm. isolate black people with this one. I think people being politically mature. And to me, being politically mature means every now and then you gotta just do what you gotta do. And every now and then. You have to take a small step to take a bigger step. And, you know, the people that we are presented with that are in opposition to who are in office right now, so Kamala and Joe, Mm -hmm. right? May not seem like a huge life-changing, life-altering step to you, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to take a smaller step. If I were living in a house and it were on fire, and someone came to me and said, yo, I can get you out of this burning house. You just need to come live in this apartment down the street. The crime's kind of bad, but you know what? You only really got to do it for two years. And then if you if we can we can make sure you get to the mansion down the block, I'd be moving into that apartment if that's the step I need to take in order to be in a burning house. So yeah, right now I'm very, very snobbish over that. I think we need to plug our nose and do what we got to do and get ourselves out of this, um, you know, again, these people aren't going to be saving the world or anything like that. They have Mm -hmm. many flaws, but I think that we need to look at what's going on and look at the situation where we thought, well, if we do nothing, nothing's going to change. That was clearly not true. So I'm snobbish about people participating. I'm snobbish about people understanding that sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And it's not always what you want to do. Mm. And um, I'm snobbish about creating positive change. Even if it's small change, lead the bigger. Dope.
1: I dig that for sure. I I, I completely understand where you're coming from. You got to do the work folks. Yeah. You can't just, you can't just, just be like, you can't say it is what it is. It's not. You can never say that. Yeah. Never say that (laughs) shit. Come on. Yeah. Nah. Do the work, man you know yeah but anyway brother uh i thank you for being on the show really appreciate it Absolutely. i look forward yeah. to see what you do in the future with the podcast i look forward to the documentary um you, definitely want to have you back on once that is you know ready to do the rounds and whatnot uh yeah. you know and i appreciate you for keep doing do, you know keep doing what you're doing you know, and I've I've known you for a number of years. You stopped yeah. a few times to, you know, to take care of yourself and you started back up It's your passion. I could tell. You know. And you know, mm-hmm. also congratulations on the nuptials. Uh um, thank you, brother. You know, uh, I love to see black love flourish and get out there. Black clean, love, man. black love, black love. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, and it's just like just, you know, I enjoy your energy. I enjoy everything you do and everything like that. Um, so yeah, man that's it for you know for this segment uh appreciate it bro you know, yeah uh yes that was the uh first episode folks i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation i hope you got something out of that like i was you know saying in the very beginning of my opening thoughts you know my closing thoughts on all this is um in many ways i think it can sound a bit bleak about if you're thinking about starting your own podcast or show or even working in the industry. You know, like I said before, there is a lot of different ways to get into this sort of thing. You don't have to be on a podcast. You don't have to be the one producing one. You can be one that is editing, providing a space, uh, coming up with advertising, reaching across to find other people to help out in some way. There are many, 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 many avenues, many paths into this. And it can be even something you can evolve from and get into Hollywood or the news or whatever in those type of things. You know, if it's a stepping stone for you, do that. If it's not, fine. If it's a stepping stone in a different direction, go right ahead. Don't let nobody stop you from doing so. You know, don't wait for permission. Just do it. And this is one. This is one thing that I I've, I've, I'm taking away from this conversation. Well, one of the most important things, I think. And is, you know I, I feel like I have to like drill it in and stuff like that. Do the work, put it out, start, see what comes. If nothing comes, no one can tell you that you didn't try. But you you would have gained. A specific set of skills and knowledge that a lot of other people don't even bother to even try to do. Think about that. And then you too can become a snob (laughs) in that way. But like I said before, as well, check out the brother, Adam Butler, The Butler Did It, the podcast. Look out for his documentary. Look out for the first documentary that we mentioned. I will have links to everything in the show notes below or above. However, you're seeing these show notes. I don't know. Um, This is audio. (laughs) And give some love. Give me some love as well. Subscribe, download, stream, share. Leave a review. You know, give me some constructive criticism. I'm all for it. I can't promise I won't troll you. I probably won't because honestly it's really hard to see reviews on your podcast depending on where it is so it is what it is um but no i I promise i won't call you maybe not in writing maybe on the show i don't know nah no promises um but yes I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys showing showing me some love for um, listening to this whole thing. It's been almost an hour in this episode. I know some people listen to three hour stuff. Hey, I'm only an hour or maybe less. Depending on how this conversation goes, who knows? Might be longer. But either way, I'm going to do my best to put out the content for you. Either way, I'm going to do my best to give you great audio and interesting people to listen to and from there i can only just go up and that's how i feel about that for sure anyway like i said before i appreciate you for being here don't forget you can find this show on anything podcast i mean listening to this first episode you may not be able to find on anything (laughs) podcast but eventually you will because that's just how the podcast game works so until the next episode folks be well be safe be snobbish you know you deserve better support black independent media get the word out there peace
0: that analogy about how you can do me wrong I gotta be strong, oh no I'm leaving the starlight. I'm putting me first, oh yeah, yeah. I'm leaving the stuff alive <laughs> I'm leaving the starlight. alive